the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Todd Starn Show, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There's never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's conservative blowtorch. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. Todd Starnes. Oh, yeah. And here we are, ladies and gentlemen. It is Election Day, the most consequential election in a modern American history. Hello, everybody. I'm Todd Starnes. Good to have you with us today. We have the most comprehensive election coverage coming your way. Uh, We're going to be taking your calls. We're going to be talking to a lot of folks who are either pundits or running for office. A lot of guests today. Uh, I'm just I'm just going to run down the lineup here. We have Blake Masters coming up from Arizona, uh, who is on an election bus tour. Uh, we're also going to get him to weigh in on some breaking news out of Maricopa County. We have the video footage up on our website, uh, but there are major problems at the ballot box. Polling workers are now telling people, voters, that the machines are broken. Uh, But the message we're getting, and we've been asked to share with you, uh, to our Arizona listeners, if you are in line, do not leave that line. So don't go anywhere if you are in line to vote. But we do understand uh, that the numbers are massive, especially in Arizona. And we want to hear from you really all over America, wherever you are. We want to know what was it like when you went to go vote and what what was it that you were voting for today? Uh, Herschel Walker is going to be here. Also, our good friends Steve Gill and Scotty Hughes, uh, great political commentators, are going to drop by. We've got some the very latest, the last polling data coming from our friend Matt Towery. Uh, Senator Bill Haggerty is here and our good friend, Pastor Robert Jeffers. And we're going to be speaking to uh, two of our great interns uh, who are very involved in politics, and uh, we're going to get their perspective as Gen Z voters. But we also want to talk to you, 844-747-8868. That's 844-747-8868. It looks as though when you see the final polling data, that today's election really is a referendum on Joe Biden and his failed presidency. That's what this is really all about. And I I do believe that today we are going to see a red tsunami sweep across this nation. It is going to be a long night. And by the way, we will have extended election coverage. You'll be able to listen to us on all of our platforms again tonight, starting at 7 o'clock Eastern, that 7 o'clock Eastern, as we provide 
a it is a cavalcade of stars. Uh, some some fifty guests are going to be coming through uh, the studios tonight as we uh, conduct our coverage of the midterm elections. So again, we're going to be taking your calls, and you're going to have to bear with us, folks. We're going to bring the information to you as quickly as we can. But the breaking news of the hour, big problems in Maricopa County, Arizona. Uh, We're also understanding the Biden administration sending the National Guard out to monitor election sites around the nation. And that in and of itself is disturbing because that is not the job of the National Guard. Uh, This is nothing more than an intimidation factor. So we're going to dig deep into that as well in today's program. All right, let's start off the show in the great state of Maine. Sal is listening to us on WLOB. Sal, have you been out to vote yet? Yes, I was. I was there this morning, and a candidate that I wanted to vote for was not on my ballot. Well, who, who were you trying to vote for? Uh, Amy White, uh, Jennifer White, she's uh, running for the uh, uh, House Senate seat against Teresa Pierce, Democrat. And I asked the gentleman after I put my ballot in the box, I told him my candidate that I wanted to vote for was not on my ballot. And he didn't have an explanation. When I got home, I called the town manager, left a voicemail. I called your show, spoke to Grace. I called my local TV station, WCSH. They got back to me and gave me the name of John Osborne of the DOJ. I spoke to him. He told me to call the Secretary of State, which I did. I spoke to two people there with no satisfaction. I called the FBI. I was on hold for 20 minutes, never got through. I talked to the Jennifer White uh, office. And Ray Richardson, I couldn't reach, but something is wrong, okay? Now, Sal, if, they, if I were you, I would call her campaign office and let her know about that. I mean, if there's a candidate and if, if there's a candidate on the ballot or who's supposed to be on the ballot and her name's not on the ballot, uh, that is something that I would be fired up as uh, if I were a candidate. So my encouragement to you, Sal, reach out to the campaign and and let's see let's see what they tell you. Sal, appreciate the call. Good luck to you. And folks, that's what we're we're doing here. We are a clearinghouse for any reports of voter fraud or voter shenanigans. By the way, uh, this just coming in from the Florida Department of State. Uh, there are reports that Joe Biden tried to send federal Gestapo agents to Florida to monitor their uh, elections down there. And uh, not looking not looking very good for the Justice Department because the Florida Department of State is 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 fighting back. And uh, we're gonna when we come back from the break, we will read the letter uh, from the Florida Department of State. But they are refusing to comply with these uh, government agents that Biden is sending down to 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 so called monitor the elections. 844-747-8868. That is our toll-free telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. Now, our website, we have tons of great news and information for you there. Caleb Park and our team of writers, uh, they are putting together stories even as we speak. Uh, I would encourage you to go and actually look at the audio. I believe, do we have the audio of what happened at Maricopa County uh, with them announcing? All right, let's take a listen to what happened when voters showed up 
to do their due diligence and vote today. Can you repeat that? I can promise can you. you re- can you start from the beginning yeah. and repeat that? So what happens is we have two tabulators. One of the tabulators is not working. Okay. The other tabulator is taking about 75% successful. So 25% of them are being misread, and it could be a printer issue, um, or it could be the tabulator itself. So when it's misread, you have an option to put it into what's called box three, and it gets read, whether it goes downtown and gets read manually, or whether it gets refed in into our tabulator. You don't want to adjudicate. They get read, no. okay? So no one's trying to <laughs> deceive anybody. Of course not. Not on election day. That would never happen, right? No. That would never happen. So so choices are, you know, you guys... Question. Sure. If I get up there and that happens to my ballot, can I take my ballot with me and go somewhere else? You do not leave the premises with the ballot. Sorry. And there's not... There's not like because I don't trust it going to box. The box may never make no. it down there. No way. All right, folks, I know you're alarmed here by hearing this kind of of stuff. And this is happening from our reporting. uh, And we're getting this information from the candidates as well. And we have the video evidence to back it up. This is happening all over Maricopa County, Arizona. This is what the 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 steel looks like in the primal in the primordial primordial ooze stage. That's what it looks like. But what's different is that we're we're on to them now. We have people there with the video cameras. They're getting all of this information. It's not just conjecture now. They're literally filming all of this so that we we have the evidence. Now, I, I want to share this information with you, and then we will go to break. Um, Ron DeSantis is playing hardball. So the DeSantis administration has just announced that they will not allow any federal monitors inside the polling stations, uh, writing a letter that the federal government's involvement would be counterproductive and a violation of state law. So late yesterday, Biden announced that they were going to be sending National Guard troops, federal monitors to 64 jurisdictions, including uh, Miami-Dade, Broward, and Palm Beach counties. The Florida Department of State said the monitors will not be allowed inside polling places under Florida law. And I have to imagine if those federal agents try to step foot inside, they will be arrested. Um, We know this about Governor Ron DeSantis. He plays hardball. So this reporting coming from the Washington Post, uh, quote, Florida statutes list the people who may enter any polling room or polling place. Department of Justice personnel are not included on the list. So there you go. You're going to go to Florida. You play by Florida's rules. All right, we got to take a break. We're opening up the phone lines. Who did you vote for when you went to the ballot box today? What were the big issues on your mind? If you are hearing firsthand reports, if you are experiencing issues at the ballot box, give us a call. 844-747-8868. Again, that number, 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Stern Show. You guys have helped build MyPillow into an incredible company it is today. Now, Mike Lindell, the inventor and CEO of MyPillow, wants to give back to my listeners. Right now, MyPillow is offering exclusive offers on their bed sheets, their six-piece towel set, and even offering an extended 60-day money-back guarantee. Orders placed now through December 25th will now have an extended money-back guarantee through March 1st. The bed sheets are marked down as low as $29.98, and believe me when I say you will get a great night's sleep in these. 
Their six-piece towel set made with USA cotton comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths, typically retailed at $89.98, now just $39.98 with my promo code. There is a limited supply, so be sure to order now. Call 1-800-839-8506 and use the promo code STARNS. Or go to MyPillow.com slash STARNS. That's MyPillow.com slash STARNS and use the promo code STARNS. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Show. And man, do we have a lot of stuff going on today. Uh, We want to hear from you. Are you seeing long lines out there? Any problems at your polling station today? 844-747-8868. That is our toll-free telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. You know, it's interesting. uh, Last night, President Trump, there was a lot of speculation uh, that the president would come out of the box and announce that he was running for the, the White House in 2024. And I'm glad he didn't do that. And and I think the president um, had a chance to do some reflecting. And if nothing else, you got to love the you got to love the brilliance of this man. Every single journalist, every single politico in the nation was focused on that rally in Ohio last night. Everybody. They were all waiting for him to make the announcement. And what did Trump do? Well, he came out and said this, cut number three. But not to detract from tomorrow's very important, even critical election. And I would say in the strongest way, it's a country-saving election, specifically including the election of all the people that I'm going to name. I'm going to be making a very big announcement on Tuesday, November 15th, at Mar-a-Lago in Palm Beach, Florida. I'm getting misty. I, Grace Baker, it's the music. It's so moving and, and inspirational. Yeah, and I think we all know what he's talking about. Maybe some allergies. Maybe. I don't know what it was. I'm getting a little, um, you know, verklumped, as they say. The weather has been up and down. It has been. It, 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 it's true. A lot of pollen in the air. It's true. Anyway, uh, Trump says, yeah, uh, November 15th is when he's going to make the big announcement at Mar-a-Lago. I, I suspect you knew that all along. He was just, he was, he was yanking their chain. You got to love it. Uh, 844-747-8868. Let's go to the phone lines. Wyatt Cox uh, heads up our Nevada Talk Network radio stations all across the great state of Nevada. And uh, Wyatt, I understand you've, you are aware of some issues. What's going on? Well, the biggest issue we are suffering here is the Democrats in our state assembly uh, back in 2021, passed a bill that uh, had the Nevada Department of Motor Vehicles automatically registering, automatic voter registration. And uh, this has become an issue because now in Nye County, Nevada, which is where uh, we are on down there, uh, we have had two cases, a Japanese national and a Canadian national, uh, were registered to vote. And now this morning, coming out of Las Vegas, we have situations where two more green card holders have been registered to vote by the Department of Motor Vehicles. 
Now, these people reported it. They reported that, hey, we're not, uh, you know, we can't vote in the United States. But the question begs the question, how many people have been registered to vote improperly and how many people will vote? Some even ignorant of the fact that they're not supposed to be able to vote. Now, you see, Wyatt, this was the big concern from states that were giving illegals the the right to to get a driver's license or some sort of an official form of government ID. Uh, the concern was that they would be able to use those, those uh, IDs to vote in an election when they're not allowed to. And you're telling me that's exactly what's happening in Nevada. That's what's happening. And, and again, I'm not saying how many illegals might be doing this, but these four people that we have are green card holders. They're legally supposed to be here. They but they're not supposed to, to be to voting. Well, they should be able to go to the DMV and get ID cards already, but they should not be registered to vote. And this is a problem with the system. And despite the fact that PolitiFact says this isn't happening, it is happening. And, and Wyatt, how do you how did you come about that information? These this is being reported in the media. Okay, all this right. This is being reported not only by us. Uh, the newspaper in Pahrump reported this. A television station in Las Vegas is reporting this. And if you want, I'll uh, I'll forward those stories to you so you have them. Yeah, absolutely, Wyatt. That would be helpful. We want to pass that information along to our listeners. Uh, Wyatt, we just can't. We just can't let people get away with this again. And my concern, and again, a lot of these races, including the Nevada race, which is leaning Republican, those numbers are so close that you know, a handful of votes could actually impact the race, and you don't want those to be illegal votes. Absolutely. This is the situation not only with our Senate race, this is not only the situation with our governor's race, but we have actually three house races in the state of Nevada that are tossed up. So any of these could be affected by a small number of votes. And let me repeat something that's been said uh, years and years. Your vote matters because how many races over the years, Todd, have been voted by, uh, been decided by a handful of votes or two or three votes? If you don't vote, you got no right to complain. Uh, well said. And Wyatt, I want you to keep us updated. Uh, send us whatever intel you can, and we're going to pass that along to our listeners. Good work out there, and uh, good luck. Let's hope that uh, we're going to have a great red tsunami sweep across the nation tonight. Well, we'll see you next week. <laughs> let's, wow. All right. Thank you, Wyatt. Uh, let's, let's hope that's not prophetic. Uh, but Biden was out yesterday and they're they're setting all of this up folks and and that's why we want to bring this information to you um you need to be aware of what's uh, what the democrats are going to try to do and i just again i think the republicans have the numbers the independents are breaking for the Republican candidates in virtually every single race. Now, look, one of the big races that we're going to be paying a close attention to right as the polls close, and the first polls close at 7 o'clock Eastern, we're going to be taking a hard look at New Hampshire. We're going to be taking um, a look at the, the Senate and gubernatorial races there. That could be an early indicator of how things are going to go for Republicans nationwide. And of course, we're also paying very close attention to that Senate race and the gubernatorial race down in Georgia. Here's here's where it gets interesting, folks. There are 10, count them, 10 
U.S. Senate races that could go either way right now. And that will determine who controls the United States Senate and by how much. You want to know how good it could be for Republicans? Larry Sabato, the far leftist pollster from the University of Virginia, he says the Republicans are going to take it all. What say you? 844-747-8868. That is our toll-free telephone number. It's Election Day. This is the Todd Stern Show. There's no doubt the nation is facing a financial crisis because of the Biden administration's economic policies. Hi, this is Todd Starnes, and no doubt our economy is in trouble, and you need to take steps to protect yourself. Now, if all your money is tied up in stocks, bonds, and traditional markets, you are vulnerable. Gold is one of the best ways to protect your retirement. No matter what happens, you own your gold. It's real, physical. It's always been valuable since the dawn of time. Legacy Precious Metals is the company I trust for investing in gold, and they can help you roll your retirement account into a gold-backed IRA where you still own the physical gold. They can also ship the gold and precious metals safely and securely to your house. Did you know a million dollars worth of gold can actually fit inside a shoebox? Call Legacy at 866-528-1903 or visit them online at LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. All right, just got this text message from our friend uh, Ross, WTKF, the talk station in North Carolina. He says, he says, Todd, this morning my wife and I went to vote. The poll worker asked for, my, asked for my name and address, then handed me a ballot. I literally walked next door to the post office to sign for a package, and the postal worker looks across the counter and says, do you have a valid form of ID? Anyone else see the problem with this picture? Look, it's a great issue, Ross, and especially with the reports coming out of Nevada that green card holders have been casting ballots in today's election. I want to go to the, right now, though, to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. We are honored to have with us a great American patriot, Blake Masters, running for the U.S. Senate in Arizona. Blake, thanks for hanging out with us for a few minutes. Honored to join you today. Thanks for having me. Blake, one of the uh, most pressing issues, and we'd love to get an update from you. We've been playing that audio from the polling stations in Maricopa County. I understand there are some issues there. What are you hearing? Seems like between 10 and 20 percent of the vote tabulation machines in Maricopa County just don't work. You know, my gosh, they tell us they tested them yesterday. Well, what could have happened? Look, I don't know. I want to jump to conclusions. I don't know if what we're seeing is mere incompetence or if it's worse. But I'll tell you what, the Democrats are hoping that our people in line get tired, get demoralized, go home without casting the vote. And we just can't let that happen, right? So my message is, if you're in Arizona, get out there, take some food, take some water, uh, brave the lines if you haven't voted. This is a save the country election. Got to get that vote in. If you're not in Arizona, but you know folks who are, call them, text them. We need to galvanize our support. We cannot let any, again, whether it's incompetence or malfeasance, stop us from going and voting straight Republican. This is too important. And, Blake, again, either way, this is unacceptable, and the person responsible, her name is on the ballot, Katie Hobbs. Such a conflict of interest, right? I'm told that in California, even, there's a law that prohibits someone from running an election, that they're also 
kind of participate in themselves as a candidate, right? At the very least, it's a apparent conflict of interest. Well, fast forward now, it's like 7 a.m. on Election Day a couple hours ago, and the vote machines don't work. And, of course, this disproportionately hurts Republicans. The Democrats voted early in Arizona. Republicans are jazzed up to vote today on day zero. But so many people are uh, given conflicting information. And, oh, hey, sorry, our machines doesn't work. It's absolutely unacceptable. Just one more reason why Katie Hobbs, our Secretary of State, should not become governor of Arizona. Blake, Blake, I think at the end of the day, you're going to win this this seat, and I and I have to tell you, you got to feel proud because not only were you battling the Democrats and the and the machine there, but you're also to some extent battling these establishment Republicans who uh, were pulling money in and out of the race and and causing all sorts of other shenanigans. I mean, you've been running a race for the people of Arizona. That's right. That's right. And when I get to D.C., that's who I work for for Arizonans, not for any D.C. special interests, not for any. Uh, D.C. politician. So, look, yeah, we're the underdog, but we're going to win this race. My opponent had to lie with $100 million. All we had to do was get out there and just tell the truth. So it was an absolute pleasure campaigning. We're going to see it through to the tape. God willing, I'm going to be the next senator for Arizona. Blake Masters on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. Blake, uh, last, you know, last few hours, what are you doing and what are you hearing from voters out there? Just played catch with my kids, you know, tried to decompress a little bit. But with all these problems at the polls, you know what I'm going to do right now? I'm going to go get dressed. I'm going to go to the longest lines in Maricopa County. I'm going to go shake hands with everyone in line and thank them. Thank them for doing their duty, for saving their country, for braving. It's a little hot in Arizona today. It's in the 80s. Uh, I'm going to thank them and just encourage them to, to hold true, to stay in line, regardless of how they vote, right? Although I expect people voting today are going to break Republican. Just stay in line vote and that's how we win that's Blake, how we win real quick here what's been the big issue for arizona voters you know it's the twin crises that joe biden and mark kelly have caused the border crisis and then the crazy economic inflation crisis and two years ago we had a secure border and inflation was one and a half percent you didn't have to worry about it fast forward two years wide open southern border 5.4 million illegal aliens invited here welcomed here by joe biden fentanyl's coming in and inflation, of course, 8% nationally, 13% in the greater Phoenix metro. So Joe Biden, Mark Kelly caused these problems. Everybody's waking up to that. That's why we're having this red wave that we're starting to see right now. Blake, one final question. I know uh, Senator Josh Hawley's already weighed in on this. He says Mitch McConnell's not going to get his vote if he if Republicans retake control of the Senate. What about you? Will you support Mitch McConnell for Senate Majority Leader? I can't really see that happening. And you know what? I've called publicly. I said, I think we need a challenger. I hope we get one. I'm not sure we will, but I hope we do. I don't think Mitch McConnell liked it when I said that, but it's just the honest truth. And again, I work for Arizona, not there, for anyone in D.C. There you go. Well, Blake, we're going to let you get out there, and uh, we will keep spreading the word. If you're in line, stay in line. Bring something to drink. Get a sandwich. Uh, it's going to be a while, but this is a consequential vote for the American people. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Todd. All right, Blake. Good luck to you. Uh, that's Blake Masters, ladies and gentlemen. And you heard him taking a break from uh, playing catch with his kids uh, to hang out with us for a few minutes. He's about to head out and get over to some of those polling locations. This is shocking information that Blake Masters just shared with us. 10 to 20% of the vote tabulation machines in Arizona, Maricopa County, the largest county, this is Phoenix itself, the largest county in Arizona are not working. 
And we're talking about a race, and we're looking at uh, some video from Vox News coming in of people literally lines going out into the parking lot, people trying to cast their ballots today. This is insane. And the person responsible for making sure all the voting machines work, her name is actually on the ballot. We're talking about Katie Hobbs. She's running for governor against Carrie Lake. So here's the message. You stay in line. You don't leave. As crazy as it is, we need you to vote in Arizona. We need you to vote all over America. All right, we're going to take a quick break here. Uh, When we come back, we're waiting to hear from Herschel Walker, uh, who is expected to phone in. And bear with us, folks. It's Election Day. A lot of moving parts. Grace Baker uh, has done an amazing job here putting the uh, the show together. Uh, and uh, But we're going to take an early break. We'll be waiting on Herschel to give us a call. And uh, we're going to be taking your calls as well. What did it look like at your polling station? Have you heard reports? Do you have reports of problems at the ballot box? 844-747-8868. Toll-free telephone number. This is the Todd Stern Show. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. All right, where's Grace Baker at? Grace, I got to talk to you. Oh, no. So we got to, you know, Thanksgiving is is like right around the corner. I know. I can't believe it. And are you cooking this year or do you go to the family? How does that work in the the, uh, Grace Baker household? I go to my family's house, but I will cook a dish. Are you so? What do you normally cook? What are you going to cook this year? Oh, see, what I don't know what I'm cooking this year. In the past, I cook cranberry apple. Crayon apple casserole. That's it. Oh, that was good. That's really you good. You brought some to us last year. Oh, I year. did, yes. Oh, that was very... T- and, and you brought a tomato pie. Yes, I did that in the summertime. You're actually a good cook. I mean, I've you're been c- told this. I, it, it's a little surprising. People thought I would be good at baking, but that's not the case. So the Bureau of Labor Statistics has released their numbers. They do this every Thanksgiving. And they're telling us that this year's Thanksgiving meal, Grace Baker, is going to go up 23% more from last year's. Oh, no. It's ridiculous. So what you're saying is we're going to have to get a half a turkey instead of a full turkey Well, I'm not even year. sure you're going to be able to get a turkey. So apparently there's a breakout of the avian flu. and it, Oh, no. Yeah, a lot of turkeys went through that great big turkey coop in the sky. This feels biblical. So, the and then, and so then when you tie in the inflation, which this is really all about inflation. Yes, this is um, true. And the, these economic policies, it's like everything is expensive. Uh, the giblet gravy. Oh, it's horrible. And, you know, we on this radio program... We do not believe in stuffing. We do not believe in pumpkin pie. It is cornbread dressing, sweet potato pie. I like pumpkin pie. 
shut my mouth, as the songwriter says. <laughs> and I, I, I think I normally call it, I alternate between dressing and stuffing. Uh, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> hey, I grew up in the South, so you can't I know. Say. That's why I'm really shocked to hear you say this, Grace Baker. You I must. Know. Are Do you live in a northern part of the county? Is no! That, I'm just saying. My family's from here, too. So they're suggesting that what we need to do, they Wells Fargo says that we would be better off going out to Thanksgiving dinner this year. It's, really? It would actually be cheaper, and they specifically mentioned Cracker Barrel. Oh, no. Now, I don't mean to – this is going to hurt my Southern street cred. Oh. But can I just say – I've already heard mine Cracker today. Barrel is just not all that good anymore. No. Have you noticed I feel that? like it's a nostalgia thing. Like when you go, you think, oh, this eh. was pretty good growing up, you know? And then you eat it, and you're like, man, I like the chicken and dumplings. I just don't know but what happened. I don't know. But it's I ever think, since I started selling the I booze. Think, well, no, no. I think the reason they're selling the booze is to cover up and hide the fact that the food tastes bad. That's true. So, you know, people get, they take a couple of drinks. What do they sell? A moonshine at Cracker Barrel? I don't know. Never gotten booze with... there. I have no idea. So, so anyway, but Cracker Barrel, they're offering a heat and serve family dinner for six. Oh. For 99 bucks. Honestly, I don't know. All you got to do is throw out the paper plates and, you it's know, you bad. serve the. Yeah. Paper plates are expensive too, though, Todd. Would, would you go out for dinner on Thanksgiving, though? I just don't know if I could do that. I mean, some people would say that, you know, grandma's cornbread dressing, it's worth paying a few extra dollars. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way I think my mom would say but that. He, her mom. Here's the problem if you're going to the Cranker Barrel for Thanksgiving dinner and you have the meal, and what do you do after you had the heavy meal? You take a nap. Yeah, I mean, if you got a grandpa, you've seen grandpa do this. He sits back in the Barca lounger, unbuttons the pants, yes. and uh, takes a nap. That's true. You can't do that at Cracker Barrel. No. They, they, they will not let you do that in the rocking you chairs. Get, you might get kicked out. And I'm not sure we want to see that. No, we <laughs> Standing don't. In line I don't need to see someone bell. else's grandpa. All that to say, Grace Baker, this is why the Republicans are going to sweep these elections today. Yes. People are just tired. It's exhausting. You know, they, they hear all the talk about uh, what Biden's going to shut down all the coal plants. He's going to he's going to force all of us to get the electric cars. I can't afford Biden's America. By the way, somebody's you know, shocker, a breaking news. We've had another carjacking in Memphis, but it, it's, it's the car they carjacked that got me. It's a Prius. Oh, my gosh. Hope it was charged up. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> Just go check the nearest charging station. It'll probably be there. Exactly. Exactly. 844-747-8868. That's our toll-free telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. No, I'm standing by my decision. I know it's a controversial day, election day, but I just prefer cornbread dressing over stuffing. Uh, look, this election it's huge. And Rob Schmidt on Newsmax tonight, he's breaking it all down, talking about the big issues. Uh, Rob's going on about inflation, the border, the soaring crime, and the woke agenda. And he's also talking to all of the politicians in the big races. Uh, he's going to have Dick Morris on the show. Folks, I watch Rob Schmidt every night. You need to as well. And millions, by the way, I'm talking about millions of people are switching to Newsmax. Uh, it really is an incredible conservative news network. And by the way, if you want the latest polling data, you need to text this word rally to 39747. That's rally to 39747. And you're going to get election data, 
polling results, you name it, it's going to be coming to your phone. But all you have to do is text the word RALLY, R-A-L-L-Y, to 39747. Well, folks, we've got really a great show lined up for you. Uh, we're going to be talking uh, in the next hour with uh, Scotty Hughes and Steve Gill, two of my good friends uh, from the Nashville area. Matt Towery is going to be here, uh, one of the top pollsters in America. His polling data is always right, always right. And then a little bit later on, Senator Bill Haggerty. Hey, let's go to... Um, so we're not going to hang tight if you're on the phones. We're going to get to the, get to your calls in just um, a moment. Um, I do want to uh, go back and play some audio uh, from this Trump rally where the president announced. And by the way, just seconds ago, do we have this audio of, of Trump and DeSantis? All right. So Trump was just asked, uh, leaving a polling place. He and Melania were walking out of a polling place. They cast their ballots. Here's what happened. Did you vote for Governor DeSantis? Yes, I did. All right, there you go, uh, President Trump uh, announcing to the reporters, and good for that reporter. It is a great question. Uh, they want to know if he voted for Ron DeSantis, and it turns out that the president said, yes, he did, which is a good thing. Uh, I, I suspect the president had some regrets about maybe dropping the nickname or DeSantis. What do they call him, DeSanctimonious? And I think the president had a chance to think that through and realize, you know what, there's going to be a time, there's going to be a place for that, um, and now is not that time, now is not that place. All right, let's go to Gene in Iowa. Gene, what's on your mind? Well, what you're just talking about, I think that DeSantis has been fairly loyal to, to Trump. I don't think he's done anything to him. And I don't think we need to have any infighting between DeSantis supporters and Trump supporters. And I think Trump needs to apologize personally and publicly. Gene, I think we lost your uh, line there, but I think we got the gist of what you were saying. Uh, and, and look, I, I don't know what the relationship is there. If there's bad blood, um, that'll all come out in the wash. But right now, We've got to focus on winning today, and that's what it's all about. I salute the president yesterday. Um, he was a very, very kind. I said very kind things about Ron DeSantis, called him his friend. And, of course, today he said, hey, look, most importantly, uh, Donald Trump voted for Ron DeSantis. And I say good for you. All right, let's go to South Carolina. Bobby, Bobby, what's on your mind today? Well, well, I voted early because I had to – help out a family member pay the taxes on her car and the early voting place was next door i did it but our elections are so bad locally that all the local county offices are for liberals that i wrote in communist party leaders just to tell them a statement but as for the more important thing with all the cheating on the elections i decided i was going to take a photo of every page of my ballot to make sure I was turning into Snowball Derby Tech Inspector Ricky Brooks, that there will be no funny business happening to my vote. Good for you, Bobby. Um, and uh, you're going that extra mile. And I would encourage everybody to do that. Uh, we were we were talking to somebody earlier today who said they uh, they went to the ballot, they got their slip, and it showed them exactly who they voted for. Um, squirrel that away somewhere because you just never know. 
uh, what could happen between you voting and those votes actually being counted. So good for you, Bobby, and thank you for calling. Uh, Folks, we're going to be taking your calls as well throughout the day, 844-747-8868. John Fetterman is now suing, well, somebody's suing on his behalf, uh, to have all of these undated and misdated ballots counted in Pennsylvania. Uh, We're going to keep you updated on that information. Here's the one challenge in Pennsylvania. They had a lot of people vote before that god-awful debate when people sat there in their living rooms and they're like, holy cow, this guy really did have a stroke, and this guy is clearly not well enough to be a senator, period. The other big story we're following of the Justice Department sending election monitors to 64 jurisdictions, and uh, Florida says, yeah, you're not coming here. Yeah, we're not going to let you step foot on Florida soil. You're not going into the ballot box. So we'll uh, let you know how that standoff is going. And then, of course, the big story coming out of Arizona, 20% of the voting tabulation machines are not working. You think it's a malfunction or something else? Hmm. 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Starnes Radio Show. Our election coverage continues. From the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's Common Sense Conservative Commentary from Todd Starnes. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. And hello, America. Welcome to this Election Day special edition of the Todd Starnes Radio Program. We are now four hours and 54 minutes from the very first polls closing. We have some pretty incredible coverage coming your way today. And also tonight, we want you to hang out with us at ToddStarns.com. We'll be doing six hours of live coverage. We have a cast of thousands. I mean, Grace Baker, it looks like one of those movies from the 1950s Hollywood. You know, the Ten Commandments and Moses. We've got the the entire Israelites are are, are going to be like in the parking lot Every, waiting to come on the air. Yeah, everyone's ready to go with their microphones and their pens. It right? is a who's who. That's true. And all we had to do was offer good food and they will come. This is like the conservative Met Gala. I love it. We're kind of like Mecca for conservatives. Exactly. But you don't have we don't have any rugs to prey on. So. No. All right. Very good. We do have air conditioning though, which is very good. Uh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. I we dig- I digress, and we don't have time to digress today because we have a lot happening this hour of the program. Herschel Walker may be calling in. We sometime this hour. Stay tuned. Also, we're going to be checking in with uh, Matt Towery, our great pollster, and Senator Bill Haggerty, who is my senator from here in Tennessee. But right now, we're really honored to have with us a couple of fellows that have been with us for a while. Uh, Our great intern, Alan Morrow. I guess you're the chief or the executive intern from Liberty University. Is that a we have we given you a title yet? This is the first I'm hearing of that title, but I like it. I love it. And the best part about Alan Morrow is you, you do a killer Donald Trump impression. I do. I love doing my Trump impression. Should I? Well, I just want to ask, Mr. President, how do you think the election's going to go today? Well, Todd, I think it's going to be, quite frankly, fantastic. It's going to be a bigly win. Democrats are going to cry, and we're going to smile. It's going to be a lot of fun, Todd. Looking forward to it. 
You're doing a great job, Todd. Doing a great job. Thank you, Mr. President. Uh, we also have with us from Montana State University, Riley Neeson. And Riley, you've been offering a lot of commentary from a young conservative perspective. Uh, good to have you in studio today. Good to be here, Mr. Starnes. Do you do any uh, you know impressions or anything? Not as good as that. All right. Yeah, don't even try. <laughs> Just don't even try. Uh, guys, uh, let's talk about Gen Z voters. Uh, the, the, the big question is, will they actually come out and vote today? That's been the, the big question. Alan, I'm curious. Liberty University, what are some of the big issues facing students there? So at Liberty, you know, we're a Christian university, and a lot of the things that really get people interested and excited about politics are these social issues, pro-life issues, family issues, education issues. But what I'm finding now, you know, I'm about to graduate college in May, and a lot of my peers are doing the same, and we're thinking about money really for the first time practically. And we see inflation, and we see rising costs, we see rent, and we see what it's going to take for us to buy a house one day. And I think people my age are really starting to realize that Elections are consequential for their wallet and their pocketbook and their futures. You see, I, I, I see that as well, with, even within the Republican Party. Uh, and the pro-life issue now goes back to the states. So I don't think there's that much emphasis on social issues as much as, uh, as we're dealing with financial issues. And Riley, I'm fascinated by your story. I, I, I understand that you actually work. How many hours do you work on top of going to school? So I usually work around 50 hours a week. 50 hours a week. You go to school, you're getting a, what, a math degree? Um, a, math, a civil engineering degree. Civil engineering degree. All right. So I'm curious, when you hear people like President Biden coming out and saying, you know what, we're just going to give forgive your student loan debt, and we're not going to help any of you people who've actually been paying your loans off, how does that make you feel as a college student? You know, it frustrates me because I'm over here working my butt off paying my tuition as I go and taking limited credit so I can afford school as I go. And so it's frustrating. I can imagine you would like to be doing other things than having to work, uh, you know, getting out and enjoying the beautiful scenery of Montana. Absolutely. You know, uh, Alan, when we, we, we see what happened in Loudoun County, Virginia, um, we see that Virginia has sort of become ground zero for this battle for moms and dads. Um, is, that, is that something that you guys have been paying attention to? That's something that I I always have paid attention to. I think it's fascinating. And I think, you know, being in college in Virginia, I was able to see that Glenn Youngkin took that race largely because of suburban moms who were tired of the stuff their kids were being taught in schools and wanted to push back against that. And I think that that's something that's going to be across the country in this midterm. Alan Morrow and Riley Neeson, uh, two great guys. They're going to be a part of our coverage tonight. We also have some uh, folks coming over from Turning Point USA a little bit later on. Riley, I've, I, you, you've got to spill some dirt here because you were a, a U.S. Senate page. Correct. So you spent, what, almost an entire year living in Washington, D.C. Right, yep. All right, so what? So you got to meet a lot of these these senators who are making these decisions. I did, yeah, and I got to see them, you know, behind the scenes, see how they truly treat the people below them. Okay, you got to talk. You told me a story about John McCain. Are you allowed to tell the story about John McCain? Yeah. Oh, you got to tell the story about John McCain. <laughs> so one of our duties as a Senate page was to retrieve the speech after the senator gave it, and um, it was my job one day to retrieve the speech from John McCain, and I went up to him and he just lost it at me right there on the Senate floor and after that no one 
no Senate pages were told to get the speech from John McCain. Is that right? So he was a jerk to you. He was. You see, I got, he got that jerk vibe. Grace Baker, I told you so, right? I told you that uh, Senator McCain was a jerk face. I do have it on the record. Yes. War hero, we don't, it, we cast no dispersions on that, but he's a oh, jerk face. All right. He still could be mean. That's correct. Yeah, that's what's really bad is the fact that, what's really bad is the fact that he went after poor Riley here. All right, we're sending Megan McCain a nasty letter saying, shame on the McCain family. <laughs> we got your back, Riley. <laughs> Uh, guys, here in studio, we have Riley Neeson and Alan Morrow. Um, Riley, you mentioned uh, the, the the South Dakota race. You're originally from South Dakota. What are you hearing about Christy Dome? She's up for re-election. You know, there's, there's, the polls at the national level are saying that South Dakota is strong red. But I have to say that coming from South Dakota, knowing people that live in South Dakota, Christy Nome isn't as well-liked as people think that she is. So I think this race is going to be a lot tighter than what we imagine. Guys, I want you to hang tight here, uh, and I want to go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. Uh, honored to have with us the man I believe is going to be the next United States Senator from the great state of Georgia, Herschel Walker. Herschel, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? Herschel doing doing well. Um, we've been following your campaign and uh, for quite some time now. Today is the day, and I'm curious uh, what are you what are you hearing from voters out there on the campaign trail? Well, we're hearing that the voters are you know they they know what's going on. I think some people are not thinking that voters know what's happening, but the voters are concerned about this economy. They're concerned about crime. They're concerned about all the issues that the my opponent and the left don't want to talk about. And uh, so when they go to the polls, that's one of the things I told them that they got to do. Vote what you are concerned about. And uh, one of the things I said I was going to do is I want to get the crime off the street. I want to hold people accountable for their actions. And at the same time, I want to try to get this board under control and do the things that people are talking about, not the things that they want to uh, dis- distract you from uh, knowing what's really happening in this country and in this state. Herschel, um, there may be some people, they're seeing the long lines, and there may, they may be saying, you know, I'm probably not going to go and vote. What, what is it, and why is it, that it's, why is it so important for people to get out and vote today? What is at stake here? Well, it's so important for people to vote because uh, right now this is probably one of the most important uh, voting uh, of your life because right now if you do not get out and vote, you may not recognize it uh, tomorrow, but we vote the Democrats back in. You see what they've done in uh, less than two short years with this high inflation, an open border, crime in the streets, men and women's sports. And this has been done in less than two short years. And if you don't get out and vote because you don't think your vote going to count, I want to tell you right now, these are razor edge decision right here that your vote, one vote counts a lot. So do not think that your voice won't be heard, that your vote won't be counted because it's very, very important. And that's one of the things we're doing right now letting everyone know, get out and let your voices be heard, because that's the only way that we can get this done, is for people to get out and vote. You know, uh, Herschel, the former mayor of Atlanta, Keisha uh, Bottoms, and also Stacey Abrams, they're out there advancing this notion that black men are not supporting Stacey Abrams in her race because of misinformation. How do you respond to, to those ludicrous charges? Well, it's kind of insulting, misinformation. You know, it's sort of like there's a misinformation coming from the left when they say that uh, the biggest, uh, the biggest tragedy to uh, the, dem- the uh, democracy is they voting for somebody in the Republican Party. The biggest tragedy is not 
doing that. But the biggest tragedy for the for democracy is really having Joe Biden stay in the White House. I think, and to have people that don't believe in this country, because a lot of people on the left doesn't seem to believe in this country. When you uh, want to give our energy up to our enemies, and then you want to leave this border wide open, you know, a lot of the uh, Americans are the people that are hurting. And so you want to say that I think the biggest threat to democracy is having people like that in the White House. And for them to say that uh, black men not supporting them, well, maybe they don't have the message that's resonating with the black men. Uh, do they think about that? I, you know, I'm tired of them trying to separate people because of the color of their skin. That's yeah. what they've been trying to do, continue to separate. And I said, we want to bring people together. You know, it doesn't matter. If you're an American, why don't you be an American? It doesn't matter whether you're black, white, yellow, red. It doesn't matter. You're an American, and that's what we need to get back to because when this board is wide open, it ain't got nothing to do with uh, the color of your skin. it got to do with that breaking the law. When you go out and break the law out on the streets, got nothing to do with the color of your skin. You broke the law by them bringing uh, pronouns into the military. And we all military service men and women who are giving their lives up have nothing to do with the guy right, right next to them being black or white. Got to do with that's my fellow American. So I think the uh, people like that that want to break color in it, those are not people we want in office. Well said. Herschel, uh, I've got to say, I know you're a Christian man, and I am as well. And I have to say, there was a miracle that happened yesterday and really over the weekend. I'm a Tennessee volunteer, and I'm supporting Herschel Walker, a Georgia Bulldog. Uh, Lindsey Graham from South Carolina campaigning for it. He brought this up yesterday. He's a big South Carolina fan. The SEC is uniting, and I think a united SEC means a national championship and a U.S. Senate championship. Well, I'm hoping that that's exactly what it means because now we want to put the right person in that seat, and the right person is Herschel Walker. I'm going to say right now, I will fight for the people. Yeah. I think we've seen what my opponent, uh, Raphael Warnock, does. He voted with Joe Biden 96% of the time. That's the reason we're in the mess we're in. That's the reason I decided to run because we cannot continue to have people doing things like that. And one thing that's great about this, in America, we can agree to disagree. So you being a Tennessee ball, you can vote for this Georgia board all. And I can vote for a Tennessee ball if they were winning because that's what we got to do. It's not about uh, Herschel Walker. It's not about Tennessee. It's not about Georgia, but it's about the people. And that's what I see right now. Well said. All right. Well, Herschel, good luck to you. You've run an amazing campaign. God bless you. God bless your family. And we really do appreciate the great work you're doing. Well, thank you, Nine. God bless. And let everyone know to get out and vote and have you vote counter and your voice is heard so that's what's going to make a difference all right herschel walker ladies and gentlemen running for the united states senate if you are listening to us in georgia got to get out there got to go vote today every vote counts all right we've got to take a quick break here and we're going to regroup our good friend steve gill and scotty nell hughes are going to drop by and uh riley uh, <laughs> alan you never know who's going to drop by the show today it's always exciting. Yeah, it's not too sh- not too shabby uh, to have a Herschel Walker uh, drop by. Pretty neat. All right, guys, uh, thank you. We're going to be checking in with you guys a little bit later on in the show, and also you will be a part of our nighttime coverage, uh, six to nine or six to midnight rather. And uh, we're going to take a quick break, guys. Thank you. I know Alan, you got to get back to writing, and and uh, Riley, you're writing for the website, so be sure to check out their bylines at toddsterns.com. We'll be right back, folks.
Grace Baker, what's all that hullabaloo over there? You had a giant package delivery in the middle of the show. Okay, well, one of our listeners, Jerry, had dropped off a very nice note, and he left me his first historical fiction novel that he has written, and then also some homemade chicken soup. Oh, that sounds delicious. Yes. You know, Steve Gill is in studio with us, and Steve is one of the the top political pundits in the country and had a long-time talk radio program in in Nashville. Did people ever just drop by food for you, Steve Gill? No, I was much more concerned about drive-bys. Yeah. (laughs) No no doubt about that. One day, it's really funny, and we love it, but our listeners will will drop by, and and they bring... uh, We have a great smoked ham sandwich shop, which is way out in the country. And uh, every now and again, the guy will come by and he'll bring ham sandwiches for everybody. The William Sausage Company truck normally pulls up. And we probably shouldn't tell this story, but I'm going to tell it anyway. It's kind of like in New York City where the dresses fall off the back of the truck. Yes. That's the way it is with their box of hot sausage patties. I don't know how they end up here. but uh, well, I just grabbed a quick uh, drive-by at the Central Barbecue here. Had to get some of my you know, my Memphis uh, barbecue while I was in town. Because sometimes gotcha. I'm in and out so quick I don't get a chance to. And Central does it right. And, and Steve, you're going to be here not only for this afternoon's coverage, but also tonight um, as we wait for the numbers to come in. Uh, real quick before we go to the phones, I'm, I'm curious. Curious, your take as you look at that final polling data. How do you think it's going to go down tonight? You know, you've been around this for a long time, and as you know, polling runs about three days behind where reality is. And when you look at the trend lines the last several weeks, the trend lines have been in favor of Republicans in all these tight races and in those that have uh, moved Republicans into the lead. So I, I think that, you know, these polls are about three days behind, and I think Republicans are going to fare very well tonight. I think we're looking at 52, 53. Um, Senate seats at least, and I think a 40-seat House gain. I think we're going to pick up three or four governor's races. I think we're going to pick up three or so attorney general's races. I think it's going to be a great night because I think the polls just tell us where things are going, not where they are. Late night, I'm very interested <clears throat> in these West Coast races where you have uh, the governor of Oregon. Uh, that is in play now. First time in 40 years they could be electing a Republican governor out there. And Patty Murray in Washington State's in trouble. That's one of the 10 Senate seats that, quite frankly, is a toss-up, maybe leaning Republican a smidge. You know, what we saw two years ago is that the results that were delayed by the media from the East Coast and Central had an impact on some of those Western races. And I think you're going to see if the red wave does start in the East and move West, I think it could have an impact on the reverse side this year for those races that some of the Democrats might be disaffected if they've already seen things lost. Steve, you're going to hang out with us uh, through the the rest of this hour. I I want to bring in some callers. And folks, uh, we want to know, what is it that drove you to the, the ballot box today? And are you hearing reports of shenanigans 844-747-8868 toll-free telephone number that's 800-844 i'm sorry grace help me out i just lost it's okay todd it's election day it's 844-747-8868 there you go you know what i'll tell you what what happened in the break uh it's it's a hoot uh let's go to lee in georgia wdun our great affiliate there lee you're on with steve gill what's on your mind Hey, Todd, thanks for taking my call. You're a great American, my friend. Thank you. And, uh, and I, I tell you what, I went and voted today, and I, and, and I hate to Steve, too. And I, I went in there to vote, and the first ballot, I tried to put my card in. It wouldn't go in. So I had to go over to the next machine, and it went in, you know. And uh, 
I got my ballot, and I, you know, I got my little sticker, you know, I voted and all that stuff. But you got and it worked I, out there, Lee? Yeah, I did get good. it worked out there, you know. Good, you good. Know. Well, Lee, I'm glad to hear that, and I hate to do it, but the computer is going to cut us off here. Uh, Folks, hang tight. We've got a couple of lines open, 844-747-8868. Steve Gill in studio. This is the Todd Starnes Radio Show. Welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Program. Four hours, 25 minutes until those first polls close. And we have wall-to-wall coverage starting at 7 o'clock Eastern time tonight. That's 7 o'clock Eastern uh, right here on ToddStearns.com. You'll be able to watch us. You'll be able to listen to us. And you're also going to be able to interact with us. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And we look forward to having you uh, along as we count those votes. I'm also here in studio, my good friend, uh, an incredible talk radio host and great political commentator, Steve Gill. And I want to go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. Uh, great to have with us the best pollster in America, Matt Towery. Hey, Matt, how's it going hey, today? how are you, Todd? Doing well. And, Matt, we have Steve Gill with us. And I know Steve I may see. want to throw in a question or two along the way. But, Absolutely. But real quick, Matt, uh, how are things looking? What's your prediction for tonight? Well, let me uh, start where I know the most, and that's Georgia. Um, I, I don't live there anymore, but I have a lot of contacts. I, I have actually been looking at um, photos of various precincts around the state because I'm, I'm through taking people's word. <laughs> and I have seen photos of uh, areas where Republican turnout would expectedly be higher and photos where Democrats tend to vote. And the Democratic precincts are empty. Hmm. I mean, it is shockingly empty. So uh, other than perhaps in DeKalb County and a few other areas, um, I am completely floored by what I'm looking at. So I, my view is that in the Herschel Walker race, uh, Herschel was bumping up just about to where he needed to be to win without a runoff. I think given the way I'm seeing these turnout patterns, now understand this is midday, so things could change in the, in the late afternoon or evening. I think there's an increasing chance that Walker could win this without a runoff. Matt, is your polling showing anything in terms of the, the coattails of Kemp? I mean, it looks like Kemp's going to win handily over um, <clears throat> over his opponent. Uh, it, is that <clears throat> creating any draft for Herschel? Well, you know, we don't we can't tell from the polling, Steve, but I can tell you this, that um, I think part of the depressed African-American turnout that we're seeing today, uh, which we are seeing in some of the sample precincts as well, is that uh, Stacey Abrams has, has not been competitive. So one of the big uh, incentives for a large African-American turnout would have been her, and that's not there. So in that, in that sense, there is a coattail. Certainly, Kemp has run a perfect campaign. I mean, it's been almost flawless. And Abrams, about three weeks ago, started basically phoning it in. And she's not really been viewed as being trying to do anything that would put her within arm's reach of Kemp. So I think that right now, um, the Kemp effect may be the other part that pulls Herschel Walker over that 50% plus one requirement in Georgia. And you know, Matt, we just had Herschel on the show in the last segment, and right. I have he, he sounds solid, he sounds good, he's upbeat, 
he feels really energized, and uh, it's it sounded like a very different Herschel Walker from just a month or so ago when people were wondering if he was really going to be able to make it with all the allegations and the scandals and whatnot. Right. Um, but it looks like he's um, he's on his way to to Washington D.C. Well, I stay impartial in these things, and I call things like I see them. And a lot of times, I had Herschel way down. But, I, you know, as full disclosure, I've known Herschel for a long time, and I understand him pretty well. And I think that after that debate, he, he gained a second uh, wind of, of confidence. Because that's about the only thing that Herschel Walker has never done is debate. He's done everything else a human being can do. And when he won that debate, which clearly he did, I think that changed the race uh, substantially. You know, Matt, you've, you've done this and looked at the numbers for a long time. You can also look at the candidates late in the game and those that, that walk with a little bit of a, of a strut versus those that are kind of just sleepwalking towards election mm-hmm. day. You can tell the dynamic of what's happening in a race just by watching the candidates. Yes, you can. I mean, the momentum factor, uh, Steve, they, is so underestimated in terms of the role it plays in campaigns. As people sense that momentum is moving in a certain direction, I remember with Newt, uh, I was his campaign chairman in 1994 when we took the House, and you could see the energy around Newt in those last few days, and uh, certainly the last 72 hours when we realized that we were probably going to win the House in a big way. And I think that that makes a big difference, Um, and I see it in Herschel. I see it in some of these other candidates. I think Dr. Oz has momentum, but I think he's it's a little more tenuous there because everybody's nervous about the way they count votes, to be honest with you, in Philadelphia. Um, some of these other candidates, you know, one of the ones who I think seems to show this energy that you're talking about is Bolvik in, um, in New Hampshire, who's been sort of written off as not having much of a chance. But, boy, he came across as quite a, uh, uh, an impressive candidate in the last five or six days. And, and you mentioned a, a few weeks back when you were on the show that one of the early states for us to pay attention to was, in fact, New Hampshire, uh, mm-hmm. where you've got a couple of competitive races there. Yeah, you know, I, I feel like they may come in early. Um, the other thing about New Hampshire is it's pretty monolithic. As I said, the, you don't have a large minority population there, and, and uh, it, uh, it, it it's one of those states that you either, get, you either have momentum and, and you continue or you don't. Um, I just have to think that if we're undercounting Republicans, and I, I'd like to say that myself and Robert Cahaley, our two firms, tend to count Republicans a little better than others. Now, I could eat crow tomorrow, but that having been said, if, if all the pollsters are undercounting Republicans, that's a state where we might find out very early, and, and, and it might mean a whole lot. You know, our mutual friend, Newt Gingrich, Matt, says uh, he thinks Baldick's already got it. He's, he's counting that as a, uh, as a red win already. Well, I'm never going <laughs> to – look, I was on the phone with Newt last night having a slight debate. I'm never going to – I'm never, ever going to discount my, what my mentor, uh, who I've known for going on 40 years, uh, says. So I, if he says it, then uh, – I just I want to it. put the heat on him. If our predictions are off, we can say, well, it was really Newt's fault. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I, no, I can assure you it will be my fault. <laughs> He'll find a way. <laughs> you know, Matt, one of the other things that, that I noticed is that, you know, polling is, is about three days back, is my, is my guess, that, you know, what we're seeing in a poll, it's, it's catching a snapshot, and they're usually about three days behind, particularly look at momentum of where things are heading. And, and if, if that's accurate, then, then Republicans are actually doing better where they've made these moves to, to either tie or get ahead, I would think. Are you seeing that over time, that, that basically there are snapshots that's about three days behind? Yeah, and let me give you an example of that. Um, 
I polled for the Arizona Fox uh, affiliate in in Phoenix, the um, governor's race there and the uh, U.S. Senate race. And Masters has been gaining about a half a point every four to five days for the last few weeks. So he's come from six to four to two to even in our poll. And that last poll was at the end of last week. Now, Robert Cahaley polled that yesterday, and he has Masters ahead. If one assumes that since the two of us tend to have the same results, if Cahaley has him up one or two, then that would be a complete example of the the three-day rule you're talking about. So within three days, there's more change. And usually if momentum is headed in the direction of one candidate, it stays that way unless, you know, some big issue arises in the 11th hour. All right, Matt, we're going to have to leave it there. Um, you've done a terrific job, and uh, we appreciate you hanging out with us uh, over these past few months as um, as we hit Election Day. Amazing stuff. Happy to do so. You guys take care. All right, Matt Towery, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, you hear him all the time on Hannity's, but uh, uh, Matt says that we can share, so we can share, share him, and we appreciate that, Steve Gill. Uh, all right, folks, look, we've got to take a quick break here. We're going to try to work in some of your calls. Uh, we're expecting uh, Senator Bill Haggerty to join us as well, 844-747-8868. That's our toll-free telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. You just heard Matt Towery on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line, and we love these guys. They're out there every single day fighting for our freedom and they've been especially effective in these school board races. Patriot Mobile, they're not only America's only Christian conservative wireless carrier, but they also share our beliefs, and they have an incredible wireless service. Now, you need to go to patriotmobile.com slash Todd right now. That's patriotmobile.com slash Todd. You'll be able to type in your address, and uh, they'll show you what the coverage looks like in your neighborhood and in your city. They have some incredible, incredible packages for business and home. And if you're a veteran or a first responder, get this. They're going to give you an additional discount. Now, everybody who uses my promo code, they're going to give you free activation and a free gift. That promo code is Todd. PatriotMobile.com slash Todd or give them a call. 972-PATRIOT. Let's go to the phones. Oh, Steve Gill, I got to introduce you to Connor from Boston. He's he's our favorite millennial, and he drives around. And was it a, is it a Tesla, Connor? It's a Tesla. All right, no, I'm not judging you. I'm, not, I'm just <laughs> I'm trying to give some color here, color commentary. Uh, but Connor drives around and at the Harvard campus in Boston, and he has the windows rolled down, and he blasts my radio show. And he Con- triggers the, the liberals. Connor, I was in Boston last week, had an amazing dinner at La Dolce Vita on Hanover Street. Francesco's run it for like 40 years, a, a great Sicilian. If you're over on Hanover, go in and see Francesco. Oh, I'm going to have to go over there the next time I'm down that way. Tell him Steve but, uh, will cover the bill. <laughs> the tab. I'm definitely telling that. <laughs> What's going on, Connor? First of all, happy election day to you, Paul. And today is such a great day for America because we are taking our steel-toed boots to the Democrats and we are going to kick them out of power. I could not be more excited. Um, I am on my way to vote right now, and the only thing we need to be cognizant of once the Republicans do regain control is that they follow through on their campaign promises. That's my only concern here. Um, they need to follow through. We cannot get Romney here. Um, we have a country to save here, and we need to get to work from day one. Um, 
on that note. And then for any Democrats tomorrow, I just want to put this out there. I, I didn't realize this, but apparently RNC set up a whole campaign hotline for them. Um, if they have any issues with the election tomorrow, I know they might need help finding a safe space or a cooling center if they're a snowflake. <laughs> get any phone, any touch phone phone, they can text, they can call, they just hit pound sand. And we'll come out there and we'll help you right now. (laughs) Are we going to dispense, you know, like, you know, uh, fluffy little stuffed animals for them to have their comfort animals? I mean, they're going to need some comfort. Some Play-Doh, maybe. I don't know. Connor, brilliant, brilliant idea, (laughs) sir. Brilliant idea. All right, Connor, let us us know how things go at the ballot box. And uh, always good hearing from you. Uh, Great American patriot, Connor, from Boston. I want to go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line, another great Patriot, uh, our friend Senator Bill Haggerty. And, and, Senator, I want to warn you, Steve Gill is in the studio with us today. Terrific. A great friend. I hope Steve is laughing as hard as I was at what Connor said. I love this hit pound sand. Pound sand. <laughs> you know, pound Bill sand. and I have been friends for 30 years, so we have a mutual assure, assured destruction uh, promise that we don't tell anything on either one of us. <laughs> and I'm like the DMZ between you guys right now. <laughs> and as everybody who knows Bill knows, when you talk about outkicking your coverage, he outkicked his coverage massively with his bride. No, that's absolutely right. <laughs> the best thing that ever happened to me was was getting married to Chrissy, no question about it. Senator, um, we want to get your observations here. Uh, you're not up for re-election uh, this go-around, but how are things out there, and, and what are you hearing? So, Todd, we've talked about this. You know, I've, I've been traveling all over the country, crisscrossing the United States and Georgia with Herschel Walker. Uh, he's got the momentum behind him. It's fascinating to see what's happening down there. The Democrats are in a complete tailspin. Joe Biden wanted to come in and help Stacey Abrams. She declined that, did not want his help. And then Stacey Abrams wanted to help Senator Raphael Warnock, who, who Herschel's running against. And Raphael Warnock said he didn't want to be on the same stage with Stacey Abrams. So they are, they're in crisis mode down there right now. And I tell you, Herschel put it to him last Saturday, uh, the morning before the, the, the balls were down in, down in Athens. I'm not happy with the outcome, but I had to laugh at this. Herschel found out that Raphael Warnock was driving around Georgia in a tour bus, you know, a campaign bus that had Tennessee tags on it. So Herschel got on the air. How do you disrespect the dog? How are you disrespecting us on game day driving around in a, in a, in a, you know, in, in, in your big old campaign bus with Tennessee tags, he just is taking it to him from every direction. Oh, that's every brutal. direction. You know, Herschel yeah. owes us uh, Vol fans because you know we gave him that big victory that ought to add a little boost of momentum for all those Georgia Bulldog fans down there. That ought to be worth at least a half a point to a point for Herschel. You know, I'm going to remember that, Steve, and I think he's going to get that half a point or a point. I, I think he's going to make it. I was in North Carolina with Ted Budd. Ted is running a great campaign there. I think it looks very good for him. But I got a call from a, a good friend of mine today trying to vote over there, and he said he went up to try to show his ID. They said, oh, you don't need to show that. And I said, well, hell, you ought to just get uh, the obituary list for everybody that's passed away the past couple of years and go over and say you're that person. Just keep going to every poll site. I, I, you know, I don't know what's going on in North Carolina, but I feel really good about where the polls have Ted. He should win there. I've been in New Hampshire campaigning with General Don Bullock. He has actually pulled that race into a neck-and-neck dead heat tie. Uh, I felt really good about the energy there. He did tell me something, though, Todd, that I, I found really disturbing. It's called domicile voting. So I asked the general, how is it that you've got a governor that's a Republican, you've got Republican control of the state house and the state Senate, 
yet you've got two Democrat congressmen, you've got two Democrat senators. What is going on here? He said it's called domicile voting, which means that a student who is registered to vote in, in Massachusetts, whose residence is in Massachusetts or whatever state they might be from, if they can just go and say my domicile is my dorm room on election day, they give them a ballot and they let them vote. So guess what? Elizabeth Warren is up there at the University of New Hampshire campaigning the same day that Don Bulldog and I are out campaigning. They know what they're doing. This and, is uh, insane. This is, this is insane, isn't it? It was worth 30,000 votes in the last senatorial election, and Kelly Ayotte lost by 1,200 votes. That tells you how important this stuff is. They know it. we got to put a stop to this. And Go ahead, Steve. Okay. Bill, have you been watching Colorado? Because a lot of folks are seeing that, that Bennett in Colorado could be one that gets knocked off by surprise, with, which would be a huge upset pickup in Colorado. If we get a, if, if we get a wave, which I pray we do, it could happen in Colorado. It could happen in Washington State, too. Tiffany Smiley's running a great race there. So I think it's possible, Steve. You know the Colorado market better than any of my friends. But I think that's, uh, that, that's, that's a, a, a more distant possibility than I hope Nevada and Arizona are. I, was just, I just got back from Arizona, actually, at 1 a.m. this morning. But you've got Kerry Lake out there running a great race for governor. And Blake Masters is in the campaign bus weather, touring weather. I was out campaigning with both Kerry and Blake yesterday. I think we can do it there, too. So it's it's looking good for today, looking good for tonight. We we just had uh, Blake on the program, and he was alerting us that upwards of twenty percent of the voting tabula the vote tabulation machines are not working in Maricopa County, and uh, he was literally on his way down there uh, to find out what the heck is going on. So we just you know the good news here, Senator, is yeah there may be some shenanigans, but at least we're there, we're aware, and we've got it documented. Well, you, I'm sure you both saw it. Uh, I saw a little bit of it yesterday, but I got up this morning to see what, you know, the, the left-wing news media were going to report today. And top stories from New York Times, Washington Post, NPR, which regretfully we pay for, all of them are pushing this Russian election interference story. And if you ask me, they're just laying the pretext to become election deniers tomorrow. In about 24 hours, I bet we're going to hear a bunch of stuff like that. Um, you know, they, they say that the uh, head of the Wagner Group, which is this uh, Russian team of, of, of folks that goes in and wreaks havoc on behalf of Vladimir Putin. They say that the CEO of that company is taking credit for disrupting the elections. Well, I'm sure it's good for his business to claim that, but it is very interesting how the Democrat-aligned media are already out pushing this Russian yep. interference story You know, yesterday and today because they're looking at the same poll numbers that we are. They know they're going to lose. And this is their ability to, they're, they're setting up the groundwork for them to come in and deny. The Senator, we got to leave it there. Good hearing from you. Uh, Steve, say goodbye to the Senator. Here. Take care, my friend. We'll talk soon. All right, Steve. Take care. Bye bye. All right, Senator Bill Haggerty, everybody. Steve Gill with us. This is the Todd Starnes Radio Show, Hour Three, coming up next. From the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's favorite gun-toting, Bible-clinging, deplorable American. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. Todd Starnes. Oh, yeah. All right. Hello, America. This is Hour 3 of the Todd Starnes Radio Program. How are you doing out there, ladies and gentlemen? A lot of people calling in, uh, letting us know how things are going 
on those long election lines. Uh, there have been some troubles in Maricopa County in Arizona. Senator Bill Haggerty just alluded to some issues out there as well. Our good buddy Wyatt Cox in Nevada from the Nevada Talk Network also said that people with green cards have been voting uh, out there in Nevada. So uh, we're going to keep you updated on uh, all of these stories. 844-747-8868. Coming up a little bit later, our good friend Dr. George Barna joins us. But right now, I want to go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. Uh, honored to have our good friend from the First Baptist Church in Dallas, Texas, Pastor Robert Jeffress. Dr. Jeffress, hope you're doing good today. Great to talk to you on this historic day. And and why is this historic, Dr. Jeffress? Well, I believe in, any, in many ways America is at a moral and spiritual crossroads about which direction we're going to go. And uh, I said to our congregation Sunday, you know, at First Baptist Dallas, we don't endorse political candidates, but we do endorse biblical values. And it's time for God's people to go out on Tuesday and vote against the pro-abortion, pro-transgender agenda of the godless left. And that's what it is. It's about a godless set of values, and we need to see whether we want those to rule over America any longer or not. It really has been shocking to me, and and I think that should say a lot that this was shocking, that so many of our fellow evangelicals stood down, and have and they've stood down over a number of years. And, and Dr. Jeffers, I may be wrong here, but I think one of the reasons the country's in the shape it's in is because— in many cases, the church stood down. Oh, I think you're exactly right. I don't blame non-Christians for the state of this world. I mean, all you can do is expect non-Christians to act like non-Christians. It's these wimpy Christians who refuse to stand up and take a stand that are behind what I believe is the collapse of the moral foundation of our country. And look, as I've said often, Jesus commanded us to be salt. In Jesus' day, it was a preservative. It didn't prevent the decay of meat. It delayed the decay of meat. It gave the meat a longer shelf life. And Jesus says, and as his representatives here on earth, we need to push back against evil, not in order to save America, but to delay the collapse of the world so that we have longer to share the gospel with as many people as possible. You know, Dr. Jeffers, uh, I know you're um, a student of history and going back to the early days of this country where uh, they would actually deliver sermons on Election Day. People would go to church and they would hear a sermon and then they would go and vote. Um, We've come a long way from those days. We have, and we've allowed the left to intimidate us. And and, and look, uh, you know, I tell people if the IRS wants to come after us, as they tried to do last year, let them come. I mean, we're going to talk about values, and we're going to talk about uh, how Christians should vote against godless values, and uh, anybody that wants to try to muzzle us, they can do so. I told this story last night for the first time on Fox News. You know, in 2020, June of 2020, Todd, we had Vice President Pence come and give uh, uh, the story of his Christian testimony at his patriotic service. You've spoken at that service before as well. And uh, he, we obeyed all the IRS regulations. We didn't endorse him, didn't mention the election. Well, Freedom From Religion Foundation raised holy hell about it. They badgered the IRS into opening investigation. We spent a year under investigation, and we were completely exonerated. And yet, Todd, three days before the 2020 election, Sunday, November 1st, Joe Biden went to the Sharon Baptist Church in Philadelphia, 
stood by in front of a campaign banner, asked for votes. The pastor did the same, and freedom from religion or the IRS didn't say a thing about it. But that's complete hypocrisy. It's a complete double standard. I mean, the left doesn't mind Democrats shamelessly candidating in minority churches, but they dare Christians uh, in conservative churches to speak up. And we're not going to put up with that any longer. Well, good for you, Dr. Jefferson. Good for you. And and I hope other pastors out there are encouraged by by the position you're taking here, uh, because it's ludicrous to think that you can't talk about the big issues of the day from the pulpit. I think that's exactly where they need to be addressed. And we need more churches with with your courage uh, and the courage of the good people at the First Baptist Church of Dallas. Uh, Folks on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line, our good friend, Pastor Robert Jeffress, uh, Dr. Jeffress, there's going to be a lot of work to be done uh, once the Republicans do win. What do you think, the, what's the first thing you believe needs to be addressed in this nation? Well, as a pastor and as a Christian, I really believe that religious liberty is the first freedom, as even Bill Clinton called it, uh, that uh, government shall make no law restricting the practice of our religion, and I think for openers, this is just for openers, once we have a Republican House, Senate, and a Republican president again, I think that Johnson Amendment needs to be repealed. Not because I want to go out and endorse candidates, but because it's being misused by the left and by the IRS to intimidate free speech in churches. Government should have nothing to say about speech in the pulpit. And and just a little history and context, the Johnson Amendment uh, was named after President Johnson, who wanted to punish churches. Uh, that, that was the whole point of this. Uh, this was a little bit of political payback back in the day. Well, it was. And just remember, for the first 180 years of our country's history, government had absolutely nothing to say about what was said in the pulpit. Uh, pastors could say whatever they wanted to, and uh, we don't earn our tax-exempt status. Churches are tax-exempt. Uh, because of what they do and who they are, and we just need to get government out of the pulpit. Well said. Well, Dr. Jeffers, uh, we really appreciate you, and I know you take a lot of arrows, but you're a good guy, and we're honored to stand alongside of you in this fight. Well, thank you, Todd, for everything you do, and let's just pray for a great day today. Amen. All right. Dr. Jeffers, thank you. And what a great man, and what a great man of God uh, he is. And he's the real deal, folks. Uh, What you see in the pulpit is what you get in real life. And can't say that about a lot of these preachers out there, but uh, Dr. Jeffers is one of the good guys. 844-747-8868. That's our toll-free telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. I want to play this audio. I... I just love President Trump's sense of humor. It's And one of the things about the president, and I've had several audiences with him now, and I've we've had him on the show a number of times, and one of the things I realized pretty pretty quickly is that he tests you. So when you, you come in and he's trying to get to know you, he'll say something that is just, you know, hilarious and depending on your reaction is really how that conversation goes and i just i just get his sense of humor a lot of people in the media they don't get it anyway last night president trump uh, out on the campaign trail and he was talking about this uh, about hunter biden's laptop and he brought up his own sons but it was the laptop from hell and they said it was russia disinformation no it wasn't it was from hunter can you imagine the father? I, I'm not sure he understood it, 
But assuming he understood what was on that laptop, no, could you imagine? Don, if that ever happens to you, if you ever have a laptop like that, I will never, I swear, I'll never speak to you again. Okay? Eric, that includes you, just so you know. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, it's just great. You know, the president's in a good mood, and he's feeling good. He knows what's about to happen. And I want to say, and I want to say this, and we'll talk more about this tomorrow when it becomes official. But if, in fact, this is a red tsunami, the person responsible for that red tsunami is Donald Trump. This man has been out there campaigning nonstop in the heat, in the cold, in the rain, in the wind. He has been hitting just dozens and dozens and dozens of states supporting these candidates. And when it's all said and done, the Republican Party owes Donald Trump a great big thank you. It's not Liz Cheney. She's out there campaigning against the Republicans. It's not Adam Kinzinger. It's not Mitch McConnell, who's been pulling money from important races. I mean, Imagine what would have happened and where Blake Masters would be right now if McConnell would have actually kept all that Republican money in that race. Imagine where Don Bulduck in, um, in New Hampshire would be if McConnell had not pulled the money out of that race. These guys may very well win without the support of Mitch McConnell. This is what we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen. So we all owe President Trump a great big thank you. And quite frankly, if in fact we do see the Republicans win, that to me should clear the field and that we should allow Donald Trump to run unopposed in the Republican primary. I mean, look, if you want to run, you got to run. But if we're able to win in the numbers I think we're going to win tonight, I say Donald Trump ought to be the next president of these great United States. What say you, ladies and gentlemen? Agree or disagree? Give us a call, 844-747-8868. That's 844-747-8868. May I tell you about my pillow? Mike Lindell has been a longtime supporter of this radio program. And uh, he's been out there from day one fighting for integrity at the ballot box. And Mike got booted out of all the big box stores. And so he called us up one day and said, hey, you know, we'd like to set up a page for you. You've got a great show. You've got a great audience. And we want to be able to, we want to be able to sell our products directly to your audience. And so we did, mypello.com slash darns. Again, mypello.com slash darns. And Mike always has some incredible deals just for our listeners. They've got an overstock sale happening just this week. You're going to be able to save $90 on the beautiful my slippers now 49.98 my pillow per kale sheet sets as low as 49.98 and the biggest bed sheet sale ever all sorts of wonderful products that make amazing christmas gifts mypillow.com slash darns that's mypillow.com slash darns and when you use my promo code they're going to hook you up with a free gift we'll be right back america Grace and Kyle working around the clock. Caleb Park, our managing editor, churning out all sorts of great content. Folks, tonight we have all hands on deck, and we're going to be providing you with the most comprehensive 
election coverage on the radio. That's going to happen at ToddStarns.com starting at 7 o'clock Eastern time. That's 7 o'clock Eastern, and we'd love for you to come and hang out with us and uh, give us calls. All right, uh, let's go to the phones here. Terry in North Carolina, WSIC, our great affiliate, wants to wait on Mitch McConnell. Hey, Terry, what's on your mind? Hey, Todd, how you doing? Uh, first off, I want to tell you, man, I really like your show, uh, but it is kind of an inconvenience to me because I usually first catch it when I leave the farm to go get lunch, and then when I go back to do my work, I end up sitting there at my table at the barn listening to you on the radio instead of doing what I need to do. <laughs> uh oh, that's you got. I don't want to. I don't want to be the cause of you not feeding like the livestock or something, Terry. <laughs> yeah, I managed to get it done anyway. Uh, I've heard y'all talking about Mitch here a while ago, and uh, I, I feel the same way about Kevin McCarthy. Uh, Mitch McConnell, he's just a, a, a well, I guess, establishment swamp rat, and he needs to go. I don't know why Kentucky keeps putting him back in there. But anyway, you know, we don't need him as a, a, a majority leader in the Senate. And uh, Kevin McCarthy, when he came out and made that statement that he wasn't going to entertain impeaching biden and harris he's not representing the will of the people either so neither one of them need to go back in there we we need some serious changes and i'm hoping tonight will this be the beginning of some of them major changes and i do too terry and and i think people need to understand that both political parties are changing tonight nancy pelosi and those old school democrats are about to be booted out of power and Amen. filling filling that vacuum it's, it's going to be people like AOC, Ilhan Omar, Rashida Tlaib, and Ayanna Presley. That's the next generation of the Democrat Party. And, and Terry, I, I, think, I think the American people are going to push back fiercely on that. Well, that's what I'm hoping, but I don't want people – that's what I tell everybody. I do work with the party here where I live at, and that's what I've been telling everybody for weeks. Don't be counting on the uh, the big red wave uh, and not go vote. We need everybody out there, and and I think Arizona is an example of, that they ain't done cheating and trying to manipulate yet. Fair enough, and, and you're right about that, Terry. But thank goodness we have people there turning on the cell phones, recording the information, putting it on social media, and thank goodness for Elon Musk because now we're able to see that that information is not being shadow banned. Terry, God bless you, and uh, you take care of yourself out there on the farm. You're a great man, and we appreciate you listening to this radio program. Let's go to Brent in Georgia, WDUN, our affiliate there. Hey, Brent, what's on your mind? Hello, Todd. How are you, sir? I'm good, thank you. Hey, happy Happy Voters Day. We're one of the few companies that give our employees the day off paid to do their, uh, their civil duty. Is that right? Well, I want to get let you guys give a free plug here. What's the company? Uh, Fomori Cutlery, we manufacture scissors and tweezers for the sewing, quilting, embroidery, and uh, crafting industry. Is that right? BAMCut.com. Yes, we give all of our employees the day off paid uh, to go do their duty. Brent, that is, that's amazing. And before we hang up, uh, we're going to finish our thought here, but don't hang up because I want, I want to get your information from Grace. I want to send you uh, all of my books. So, so Grace, we're going to hook him up with the full book package. Uh, just as a way of saying thanks for being a great American. So, uh, well, thank you, Todd. I appreciate that. Well, this is it. So, Brent, what's going on? What's on your mind? Todd, I grew up under the Reagan administration. Uh, you know, such a gentleman uh, Reagan was. Uh, 
Uh, and I started having a problem when people were trying to equate Donald Trump as a Ronald Reagan. Uh, Todd, do you really believe that uh, this is the man, uh, man to do the job, that there's nobody else uh, with his track record on on some of the bulgarness of his camp, you know, campaign as a leader of an organization, Todd, as you have been, as you are, uh, you have to respect and kind of listen to everybody's points of view. Uh, but if you don't agree with this man, you're dead to him. And that concerns me. That's and, and Brent, look, that's a fair concern. But I think the way I think the biggest challenge that that Trump had is that he had too many of his own family members in his administration. And I know this president, he values loyalty. He is loyal to a fault. And as a result of that, I think there were some pretty bad policies that came out of the the Trump administration, no doubt about that. But I do think that I think he's the man for the job. I, I think he deserves a second chance. Uh, I think he got this country on solid footing. And, and I would say, you know, he's earned he's earned that second shot. Right. I mean, our, our politics here in Georgia have whittled down to a Herschel Walker. Uh, yeah. And, and it's quite concerning. I mean, I feel like the Republicans, our legs have been cut off at the knees, and we have not been able to grow them back uh, as 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 gracefully as as let's see brent let's see what happens i'm willing to give herschel walker a shot and i know there are a lot of great conservatives in that race several of them are my friends but let's give them a shot let's see what happens here brent you hang tight don't go anywhere we want to send you um some of my books and i do appreciate your call folks we got to take a break hang tight this is the todd stern show Lord Grace Baker, we, we got to get a nap in sometime this afternoon. I'm sorry, Todd. I'm running a tight ship today, if you haven't noticed. No, I've noticed you're yelling at me. Get off the phone. Uh, well, that's the thing. You don't even take breaks. You're doing more work or you're I talking know. to people. I, and I'm like, Todd. You know what we got to talk about? After we talked to the great George Barna, we got to talk about what happened to Kyle oh, last no. night. Oh, we're talking about it. I don't know if Kyle wants to. Oh, we're talking about it. We're talking about it. <laughs> Sounds uh, all right, let's go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. Honored to have a good friend of this program, George Barna, uh, with us. George, hope you're doing well. It's been a while. It has been a while. I'm doing well. I'll be doing uh, better after today if things go as planned. Yeah, I mean, you've been in this business for a long time now. Uh, curious how you? Uh, I mean, what's your take? What what do you what what is your prognostication? Well, I think it's going to be a good day for Republicans across the country. I don't think it's going to be a huge red wave, of some, as some people have projected, but I, I think uh, the Republicans are probably going to take the House without much trouble. I think they're going to squeak by in the Senate by a seat or two, so uh, that's better than the way it was looking about three months ago. Uh, folks, George Barna is professor at Arizona Christian University. He is the director of research at the Cultural Research Center there, and he also founded the Barna Group. And uh, you guys have some new polling data out there. Um, a majority of Americans believe human beings, not God, know what's best for America. Really? 
Well, I mean, you, you know, this has been a long time coming, Todd. You know that. And, and what we're finding now is that more and more people are comfortable saying the only person who can determine what's right or wrong for me is me. And so when we asked them, well, on what basis do you do that, we found that 42% say, well, it's based on what I feel in my heart, my emotions. 29% said it's based on what most of us feel in our heart, majority rule. And you put that together, that's 71% who are saying, well, yeah, people are the way that you figure this out. Only 29% believe that the best way to figure out right from wrong is by looking to the principles of the Bible. It, it's really sad because I think there has been an effort, among other things, to to really um, neutralize the church. Maybe that's the word to use uh, in the when it comes to cultural issues. And I don't know what they're teaching in the seminaries, but it really is sad that so many churches believe that Christians uh, should not be engaged in politics, should not be engaged in these fights in the culture. Well, yeah, it, it's true, and I, I think you'd be shocked if you did see what's being taught in many seminaries across the country. Uh, and, and one of the things that we regularly find is that Christians who really want to know God, want to please God, they're virtually begging their pastors not to tell them who to vote for, but to teach them how to think biblically about the issues but pastors, for the most part, of course, not every church, but a large, large majority of Christian churches across the country, Christian pastors avoid that steadfastly. They believe it's dirty, they believe it's controversial, they believe it's going to cause conflict, and they themselves admit that they don't really understand what the Bible teaches about those things. So when we talk about what's taught in seminaries, certainly how does God's Word apply to the way that we live today, the issues that we face today, the crises and struggles that we have to make decisions about, they're not teaching about that at most seminaries. Uh, some of the other research that, that you guys have been doing, uh, George, uh, involves the issues that are sending people to the ballot box, uh, and you, you've you identified the, the most and the least critical issues. Let's talk about those. What's the, the most critical? Well, uh, not surprising, and, and we see this in all kinds of polls, even some that are trying to skew their findings. But what we find is that it's economics, uh, you know, it places one, two, and three. Inflation, top of the list, food prices and food shortages, second on the list, oil and gasoline prices and related policies, third on the list, jobs and unemployment, eighth on the list. I mean, it's economy, economy, you know, goes back to what we used to say in the old Clinton days, or what they used to say, it's the economy, stupid. And and that's what it is now. But then even the other issues rounding out the top five, crime, policing, personal safety, which also has uh, an economic base to it as an issue, uh, looking at the cost, quality, and the, the availability of health insurance and health care. And then the other one that's up there is protection against terrorism, safety issues. So that's what people are most concerned about. And what they're not concerned about is religious freedom. That's one of the things. I mean, there, there's you know one way of looking at the data that suggests that of the 21 different issues that we talked with people about, that was actually last on the list. And as we dove into that, trying to figure out how could that possibly be, we just came through two years of COVID lockdowns, Churches were closed while liquor stores and strip clubs could stay open. How is that possible that religious freedom didn't make the list? 
It's because people got through COVID with their spiritual beliefs intact. They said, you know what? The thought police didn't attack me. I still kind of believe what I believed before. So whether I go to church or not apparently doesn't make that much difference. As long as I can keep believing what I want to believe, I've got religious freedom. And so we're kind of taking for granted many of the things that we've had for so long without recognizing that it's being eroded. George Barna joins us from the Cultural Research Center at Arizona Christian University. And, of course, George, there, Arizona, just a battleground state. I mean, the, it really is one of those big races, multiple races, Cary Lake, Blake Masters. Uh, what's your take on the situation there in your state? Two very tight races. I think Ms. Lake is going to come out on top in the gubernatorial race. The uh, senatorial race, I don't know if Mr. Masters can pull it off. He's got the momentum going behind him. The question is, did he run out of time? So we'll see what happens there. That's going to be a very tight one. If I had to bet, I'd probably say Senator Kelly's going to get reelected. But Blake Masters has a real shot at it. All right. Uh, It's going to be a long and fascinating night. And, uh, George, we really appreciate and respect your great work that you do out there for the country. Thank you so much, Todd. Great to be with you. All right. George Barna, ladies and gentlemen, from the Cultural Research Center at Arizona Christian University. You know, Grace Baker, back in the day, uh, Barna named me, yours truly, as one of the top 10 influencers of the Christian vote in the 2016 presidential oh, election. I thought you were about to say social media. Uh, me and Megan Kelly were neck and neck. Wow. So, and I know, right? That's highfalutin. That is. You don't have to call me Mr. Starnes or anything. I wasn't going to. All right. Just wanted to clear the air there. <laughs> uh, let's go to the phones real quick. 844-747-8868. David in Memphis, Tennessee. KWAM. Great station. I own it. Hey, David, what's going on? Good afternoon, sir. Uh, you know, I've been listening to the various shows all day, and when I was coming back into Memphis from Jackson, I, I picked you up. Of course, I listen to you all the time. But I've been listening to people talk about the diesel fuel shortage, how it's going to affect the truckers and the riverboats and, and the farmers. That's all great, and I understand that. We need every bit of those people. They need to. I love them to death. I used to be a trucker. But something people aren't realizing about the diesel fuel shortage that could affect 90% of the fire engines and ambulances in the U.S. of A. run on diesel fuel. No diesel fuel, no fire engine, no ambulance. Yeah, David, you're not you're not getting an argument from us. As a matter of fact, uh, tomorrow we're going to be doing an entire segment on the diesel shortage. Uh, a, a lot of the problem there is misinformation. You know, there's a big photograph going around on social media. I don't know if you've seen it, where they have a big digital sign in Allentown, PA, and it says they're out of diesel. That turned out to be a fake, and everybody and their brothers sharing that thing. Um, but the reality is there is a shortage. And we could be looking at a very dangerous situation come winter time when there's just not enough diesel to power those those trucks, those trains, and to your point, the fire trucks and the and the first responders. Correct. I just want everybody to realize that if they keep you know, if they support Biden anymore, we're not even gonna be able to have fire and ambulance to show up when we need them. As, as a matter of fact, David, to that point, I want to play this audio, and let's keep David on the line here, but I want, let's play this audio. This is Joe Biden 
Joe Biden vowing to ban coal in America. So it's going to become a wind generation. And all they're doing is they're going to save them a hell of a lot of money and using the same transmission line that transmitted the coal-fired electric on. We're going to be shutting these plants down all across America and having wind and solar. You know, David, here's what gets me about about Biden. He doesn't seem to understand uh, what fuels those electrical plants that give the that give the ability to charge those cars. Well, he, he's not lucky enough like we are in Tennessee to have PBA for whatever length of time we have it. But you know, you're right. He doesn't understand what. I don't think he understands what really makes America run. It's a fair point. David, appreciate the call, and uh, you hang tight because we are going to be talking about that, uh, and if not tomorrow, definitely sometime this week because that is a looming crisis in America. You know, we don't we don't talk much about uh, preparewithtodd.com, but now is a good opportunity to do that. Um, it is a great website um, that uh, we've partnered with with a food company. So a lot of people may not be aware of this, but we are we are in the we're on the path to having food shortages in this country. And for the past year or so, we've been partnering with My Patriot Supply uh, to make sure you have a 3-month emergency food kit. And these things are pretty amazing. I have two, believe it or not. Um and these are pretty incredible meals. And you're going to get over 2,000 calories a day. Again, a three-month emergency food supply system. Now, if you'd like information, just go to my go to preparewithtodd.com. That's preparewithtodd.com, and you'll find all the information out there. Uh, but to David from Memphis's point, yeah, we're facing some big, big problems uh, with diesel. And if you don't have it, you're not going to be getting food delivered to your local grocery store. I mean, it really is that simple. Let's go to Angie in Georgia. WDUN wants to weigh in on that. Hey, Angie. Hi, hi Todd. How are you? I'm, I'm well, thank you. Fixing to go vote myself, so here we go. I just have one quick question for not just the Biden administration, but for all Democrats. How would a two-ton jet airliner like Air Force One run off of a battery? Yeah, <laughs> it's or or the stealth jets. That's what. It, how are the Democrats going to get around? Now it might be fake news, Todd, but I heard the other day that Biden is besides Obama. Biden was the most that used Air Force One and has used 1.8 billion gallons of fuel in Air Force One. Okay, I don't have the numbers, Angie, but I I saw the report where he has traveled more on Air Force One than any any president since Obama. So I think yeah, I think that's accurate. I don't know the exact numbers, but yeah, that's pretty right. accurate. But I don't think something that big should be suspended in air with a battery. No, no. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you, Angie. <laughs> All right, yeah, take. And we're we're going to see if our vote gets stolen again. Um, we're going to vote. We have to vote in the same place in Jefferson, Georgia. So wish us luck. Um, if they flip our votes up and look at them, um, that's what they did to us in the 2020 election. But they didn't do it to us in the 2018 election. Angie, you get down there, you stand in line, and uh, we're hearing good things coming out of Georgia. So every vote counts, and it is going to count. 
Yeah, and look up Cobb County. Cobb County, Georgia, is going to be delayed on their voting because they have an issue with their voting machine. Okay, we're going to look into that, and uh, that reminded me I needed to share some other intel. So, Angie, I will let you go. God bless you. Uh, They're saying now in Pennsylvania it could be November 14th until they get all the votes counted. November 14th in Pennsylvania. That that news just coming in from the Commonwealth. All right, we got to take a break here. 844-747-8868, toll-free telephone number, 844-747-8868. We'll be right back. All right, three hours until the first polls close in this great country. It's going to be a long night. It's going to be a fun night. If you hang out with us at ToddSterns.com, we're going to be launching our live election coverage starting at 7 o'clock Eastern tonight. So uh, keep keep your radio tuned to us. Uh, we're going to have a lot of fun, a lot of great guests uh, throughout the evening. A couple of stories, Grace Baker, we need to talk about before we um we break for the show uh first of all the winning powerball number yes it's somebody somebody got it right finally in california i believe yeah it's always california listen that's not going to go very far in california one ticket matched all six numbers that's true actually i mean they need all the help they can get two billion dollar grand prize that is impressive Congrats to whoever. There were some other winners. They got like a couple of million, two million dollars. One of those was sold in Florida. And um, I think both of them, the others were sold. Oh, no. They say 22 other tickets around the country Ah. won the Powerball match of a million dollars. Okay. But when you're talking about two billion dollars. I seriously want to know how much of that uh, is like take home pay, though. Like how much do they actually get? Oh, that's a good. I th- I think the buyout may be seven hundred million cash. That's hey, that's still pretty that's, good, right there. I think there. that's the, that's the buyout. Okay, well, so still I, impressive. By the way, I'm watching Harmie Dillon. Uh, she's with Carrie Lake, I believe, and they're um, having a press conference. So, gotcha. Pretty fired up over these these vote tabulation machines. I mean, keep an it's, it's a that. big story. So here's the other story, and I'm not sure what this says about our nation, but I think this is I think this really sums up where we are as a country right now. The, the story comes from Raleigh, North Carolina, Clyde's Barbecue Shop, Clyde Cooper's Barbecue. And somebody, a woman, went into Clyde's, and she ordered barbecue. And when she got her order, she returned it because she said the meat, the meat was pink. Oh, no. So the restaurant owner tried to explain to her that the meat turns pink when it is smoked. Yeah. So not, it's yeah, it's, it's supposed to be. It, that's what it's supposed to look like. Yeah, and she said it, it. No, it wasn't done. Oh no! And so instead of just asking for her money back, she goes outside the barbecue <sighs> joint and calls nine one one. No, and to make matters worse, the police actually show up. And oh, the police I want a copy of that call. The police officers are just like, "Lady, what's your problem? I mean, it's a barbecue. It's a barbecue, Karen." What do you expect? It's a barbecue, Karen. So anyway, uh, you know the owners are like, we we don't know what to do. We've been around since 1938. First the, time anyone's probably ever complained about that. The, the woman demanded that they cook the barbecue more. You can't do that. Well, just no, Todd. Just take, you know, just 
set it on fire. Just set it on fire. Burn it. There you go. Well done. Well done. Crispy critter. There you go. Unbelievable. Well, anyway, the police arrived, and they they were like, what do you want us to do? The police officers were actually smirking and rolling their eyes at the woman. And that's all you can do. What else are you supposed to do? Anyway, so the woman goes on, and she gives the restaurant a one-star review. Oh, that's just salt in the wound. She said the, She said the mac and cheese was not melted. Okay, wait a second. Why are they serving mac and cheese at a barbecue joint? You know, come oh, I on. love mac and cheese. Oh, not at a barbecue joint. You just got barbecue and slaw and beans. Oh. Maybe some cornbread. Uh, hey, folks, go vote today. Be good, America. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.